So we started this series last week. If you missed the opening episode last week, Ron spoke to us about big faith and it was absolutely fantastic. So go and listen to that. Also, ringing so true with our message for this morning was last Sunday evening's message from the lovely Reverend Tim Rose. And he was talking to us about big, bowl prayers. And if you, um, if you need encouraging, if you need to grow in faith this morning, then I encourage you to go and listen to that talk too. This morning we're in Mark chapter 11, and we're looking at verses 22 to 25. They say, have faith in God. Jesus answered, truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, Forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Boy, oh boy, what a passage. Thank you very much, Mr. Ron Cross. Because that's just ridiculous passage. I don't know how you feel when you hear the words here read from the Bible. But I think, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the Bible says. But the reality of life, I don't understand it. It doesn't really make sense to me. I have been here at St. Saviour's for nearly 11 years. So you and I have journeyed for a long time together. And we have gone through some ups and downs. You know some ups and downs that I personally have gone through. And as a church family, where we have prayed and we have sought the Heavenly Father, where we've sought breakthrough in people's lives and we have not seen it. And yet here are these words. So difficult to take on board in the reality of our circumstances. In this place we find ourselves called the now and the not yet. Where Jesus' kingdom has come in parts but not in full. Where we know that God has already won the victory but we also know we, haven't lived, we don't live fully in the victory right now. And yet I am so challenged as I look at these words to speak to you about them because Jesus said them. Now, I absolutely trust Jesus. I totally believe in Jesus, and I know that you do too. If these words weren't in red, does anybody have those words in red in their Bible? If if Jesus says them in red, these words are in red. Oh, rubbish. Jesus said them. That's a challenge to me. I don't know if it's a challenge to you. And Jesus says these words about a mountain falling into the sea if we pray about that in Jesus' name and if we don't doubt. Now, last week, Ron was talking about faith of the mustard seed. And I like that because a mustard seed is tiny, tiny, tiny. My part is just tiny, tiny, tiny. God's part is huge. That makes a lot of sense to me. And in this passage, we also have this sense that, yes, it is totally up to God. But our part feels rather big because we need to ask And we need to have faith and we need not to doubt and we need to believe. How hard is that? It even ends by saying that we need to forgive those who have sinned against us so that our Heavenly Father can forgive us. So there's rather a lot in this passage that is challenging for us this morning. Jesus said these words 
And in the Bible, in Hebrews 11, verse 6, it says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith seems rather a key thing in the Bible. So important for us to have faith. But what is it? How do we grow in it? What is it all about? In Luke 17, verse 5, the disciples say to the Lord, increase our faith. They get that this is something that they need and they need to grow in and they say to Jesus, increase our faith. In Romans 10, 17, it says, so then faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. In Hebrews 11, verse 1, again we see it says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. What's it all about? What does faith really mean? And in our world, how often does the world tell us to put faith in something that turns out just to be an illusion? We'll take a look at our first clip. It goes on to show the, char- the people who are watching live going, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. If it was on TV, I wouldn't have believed it. But I was there and it wasn't there and it was amazing. Amazing. I love a bit of David Copperfield, a bit of magic, so I couldn't resist this morning. But so often in life, things aren't as they seem. And the magician there, David Copperfield, he uses trickery, he uses sleight of hand, distractions to disguise the truth. And I want to suggest this morning that that's exactly what our enemy, the devil, does on a day-to-day basis in our lives. Uses things to distract us from the truth. Sleight of hand, things that are familiar to us and situations that we are in just to distract us from God's truth. When we see through the tricks and recognize the truth, we have a revelation of God which brings clarity and purpose. God is truth. He is the way, the true, and the life. But the enemy seeks to distract us from that, to diminish our faith. Those with faith see a glimpse of God's kingdom, claiming the promises of the Bible, those things that were promised if we have faith and if we are obedient, even when we cannot see. So the world draws us and calls us to have faith in all sorts of things, but often they are just an illusion. And in fact, it is my testimony, my story in life, that the only one we can fully have faith in is God. Over the years, sometimes people ask me, uh, after nearly 21 years in ministry, what on earth keeps you going? There's a few people on Wednesday who are always saying, goodness me, how are you still so energetic and why are you still so passionate about Jesus? And people ask me, what is it that keeps you going? And my answer without hesitation is faith in God. It is him. It is all about him. It is knowing him. It is keeping my eyes on Jesus. Because when I keep my eyes on Jesus, I can keep going. If I keep in mind his promises in the word, I can keep going. I remember that his presence is with me no matter what I'm going through, that his power is upon me. Then I can rest in him. So this morning we're going to have a very quick look at 
what faith does and six things that faith does in our lives. So number one, faith in God always wins. Faith is a winning attitude. Faith is positive. Doubt can be negative. Sometimes it's part of our journey, isn't it, of life to go through seasons of doubt. But hopefully we come through those seasons of doubt to believe and to have faith once again. In fact, that can strengthen our faith. Faith is what the one thing that is necessary to see us through this dark world. With faith in God, we are on the winning side. There's lots of stories in the Bible about people who push through, persevere because of their faith in God. One of the things I love that Paul writes about is how we are children of God. And faith in Jesus makes you and I a child of God. Do you know him today? In the Bible, there are some 32,000 promises. And by faith and obedience, you and I can have any of them. A Christian can walk a life of faith, believe God, trust in him. Because faith in God always wins. You see, life is tough. Life is hard whether you are a child of God or not. It's painful. It can be lonely, at times miserable. But without Christ, it's deadly. Without Christ, it is just beyond belief. And this morning, friends, if you don't yet know Christ, I invite you to become his follower. Because faith changes everything. It makes us winners no matter what our circumstances are. What a better thing could there be than being a son or a daughter of the King of Kings? Number two, faith in God gives peace. We read in the Bible, Abraham, Joseph, Moses, David, John, Paul, and many, many other biblical characters have incredible trouble in their lives. But they also had peace of heart. And Jesus said these words in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. A couple of years ago, some of you will remember that the wonderful David Potter went to heaven to be with his father. And every time I visited him in the home where he was uh, dying from cancer, over all those months, every time I visited, he would quote this Bible verse to me. Peace be with you. I do not give as the world gives, but I give you my peace. And he would say it time and time again on his deathbed. Even in such circumstances... He knew the peace of the Lord. There was a couple uh, from America who went to be missionaries in Africa. And on one of the times when they went back to America, uh, the chap became paralysed and completely lost any sense from his waist down. And the doctor said it would be permanent. And he prayed and he said, God, how can I go forward and trust you? And he ended up going to, back to Africa and he was a missionary in a wheelchair. He persevered. He had faith in God. He had peace in the midst of his difficulties. So, God's peace that passes understanding is available for you by faith this morning. 
Number three, faith in God gives inspiration. Psalm 23, verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And Romans 8, 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now, I don't know about you and me, but that verse is inspirational. It builds my faith because whatever I'm going through, I know that God is for me, that he will turn bad things to good, that he has a purpose and a plan that is inspirational to me. Faith in God gives inspiration. Number four, faith in God moves me to obedience. 1 Samuel 15, 22, Samuel says, to obey is better than sacrifice. My faith and love for Jesus lead me to obedience. It's not real to say, oh yeah, I have faith in God, and then not to listen to him and not to obey him and not to follow him and not to do what he says. Of course, that's challenging. And none of us get that right. But our heart's desire is to be obedient to Jesus. A little example of this. In Acts 1 verse 8, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Here's a promise. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So the Bible gives us this promise of power in the Holy Spirit but it comes along with a call on our lives. In fact, a command to be witnesses. To be witnesses just means to share our lives with others, to let others know what God is doing in our lives. And as individuals and as a church, we want to be obedient to this call. Faith moves us to obedience. Number five, faith in God can change any situation. As you know, our new vision statement here at St. Saviour's is about transforming lives in the love and power of God. Transforming lives. And lives can, have been, are, be, and will be transformed in Jesus' name. Maybe you're facing a situation that seems impossible at the moment. Take encouragement this morning. It was an impossible situation for Moses and Israel when at the Red Sea, they seemed trapped. Pharaoh and his army was approaching mountains either side and the Red Sea before them. And yet God opened the sea and they walked through on dry ground. But the Egyptians were swallowed up by the water. All things are possible with God. Elijah, when contesting with the false prophets on Mount Carmel, soaked the sacrifice, if you remember the story, seven times, just water, water, water on the sacrifice and the altar, so much water, it filled up the trench all around it. And when God answered the prayer, the people cried out, the Lord, he is God. Faith in God can change any situation and give new hope in times of trouble. For example, in Acts 16, there was a revival in the jail with Paul and Silas. Faith can change a whole city. Faith could even change Sunbury upon Thames. If you read Jonah, 
then you'll see what I'm talking about if you don't believe me. Changed a whole city. Faith can turn a lion's den into a bedroom of rest. Faith can change a slimy pit into an easy chair. Read Jeremiah. Faith can change your home. It can change your business. It can change your family. It can change your attitude. It can change your relationships. It can change our church. Have faith in God. That is what Jesus calls us to this morning. And finally, faith in God gives compassion. Our God is a God of compassion. And as we look through the Bible, we read time and time again of the love of God, the compassion of God. It is the greatest theme in the Bible. Whoever you are, whatever you've done, God's heart is full of compassion for you. And his compassion to us leads us to be compassionate to those around us. In our world today, so many people are asking the question, what is going on? Trump and all that. What is going on, Syria, refugee crisis? What is going on in our world today? And you and I have the opportunity to share with people the hope and the love of God, the peace that passes understanding, to share that to have compassion with those around us. So this morning, church, God's call upon us is in the midst of our circumstances, knowing that we live in this now and the not yet, to have faith in God. He is faithful and he never lets us down. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we recognise this morning that this passage is particularly challenging And we know that there's times that we have prayed and prayed and fasted and sacrificed and sought to you, and yet we have not seen the answer that we hoped for. And Lord, we know that the enemy would love to diminish our faith and our trust in you. But we know that your words, Jesus, your command to us is to have faith in God. And so we pray that as we bring our situations to you, that you would enable us to stand firm upon you. As we pray to you about the things that we're seeking breakthrough in, that we would know that you are good and you are faithful. And Lord, that as we read the Bible, that we would grow in faith in you as we see testimony both through the Bible and through one another of your work, of your power, of your love, transforming lives. We pray that you would help us to build up one another in faith, to fix our attention upon you and not to get distracted by the illusions and the temptations of our world, but rather to stand firm in you. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.